G'day ladies and gents, Matty Michael here for another episode of the Life of Mine, the go-to mining podcast. Now, I had the opportunity to interview for a second time, Rod Bridge, founder of the not-for-profit organisation Side Effect, and also founder of the recently launched The Orange Card. We've also got in this chat David Bignold, who is the National Sales Director for The Orange Card. Now, head back and listen to my first episode with Bridgie, where we went through the tragic passing of his son Preston in 2013. Preston was under the influence of a $2 synthetic LSD tab purchased off the Silk Road and jumped from a building balcony in Scarborough. And following from Preston's passing, Bridgie has made it his lifelong mission to raise awareness to children, parents and workers about what drugs are out there. But he's practical. He and the rest of us know that it's not possible for drug use to not exist, but it's all about awareness and knowing what can kill you and your kids, especially all this synthetic shit that's out there these days. Even I'm, even I'm too old to know what there is. So the orange card, the latest launch, this expands on all of this via online modules that go into all drugs, alcohol, vaping, sexual harassment, bullying, discrimination. It's a sensational resource for parents and children for both the education reasons, but mostly for opening up the lines of communication between parents and children especially. So why have they, let's ask, why have they expanded into sexual harassment, bullying and discrimination? Well, it's very proven that Following these events, in the workplace specifically, people will likely gravitate towards alcohol and drugs as a coping mechanism. So all harassment is inherently linked to alcohol and drug use. So if you'd like to sign up and complete the Orange Card, very highly recommended, head to theorangecard.com.au, use the promo code LIFEOFMINE, one word, LIFEOFMINE, and that'll give you 50% off all purchases absolute bargain for some lifelong teachings and advice and look if you're a, a bigger organization and you're looking for corporate bookings for bulk packages email sales at theorangecard.com.au and as i said if you like a bit of context on bridges history uh the very tragic story but that has inspired this whole movement that he's created head back via the youtube link i've put in the show notes to that to our first episode very he went to the extent of going all the way to China, posing as an Australian crime boss, to get more information about the synthetic drug industry. So it's it's all 60 minutes coverage and pretty pretty hectic what he's done to get to this stage. So righto, let's get into our chat about the orange card with Rod Bridge and David Bignold. We've got a bit of a special one today. I'm in with a repeat guest. And cool, geez, that was a while ago, Bridgie, wasn't it? It, it was, mate. It was. Right, uh, head back and have a great YouTube video with Rod Bridge and Peter Waterman about the the foundations of side effect with Bridgie's 60 minutes coverage from China. Like it's a it's a hectic hectic video. We'll go into the go into the whole history of it, but we're here today to promote side effects new enterprise you'd say the orange card i've got with me rod bridge and david bignall gents 
How are we? Thank you for very much for having me today. I'm going really well, mate. All, Thanks. All good, Matt. Thank yeah. you. It's great to have you on again, Bridgie. Happy New Year, mate. Yes, yes. It's been an interesting one, interesting start to the year, and looking forward to the big year with the new um, with the new organisation, the Orange Card. Looking forward to it. Well, let's give a bit of context straight up. What is it? Um, what's it all about? As I said, I'll, I'll put the links to the old episode in. Everyone wants to go back and get a. We won't go into it too much, but a history of Rod, how this all started, his lovely son Preston, and all that. That's that whole story there. Um, and today we're gonna. This is, I guess, the next step of where this is. This journey has taken you to the Orange Card. What is it, Bridgie? Yeah. All right. Well, the Orange Card was a creation after side effect, and you know we don't need to go into the story of Preston, but. Um, you know, we educate kids around the, the rural sector, uh, remote communities, and we've been in front of about 170,000 students in schools over the last three years. And uh, it was okay to go and do presentations at schools to the youth of the day, but we identified very, very quickly that majority of the problems in the rural sector are the parents. So we had a look at that closely, and then we ended up doing mining companies and um, you know other construction places uh, around around the state. Um, so I thought there's a, there's a hole there, so we created the Orange Card. So the Orange Card is a is a um, online module that we've designed that's all to do with alcohol, drugs, uh, work ethics in the workplace. So we've just gone from one extension to the other, which has been really good. And how do, I guess what it, did it start out? Because it's become a look. You looked at your website and how it's presented the course. It's just sensational and covers such a big area did you think it would become as big as it's become uh, as oh. in such a holistic offering of everything to do mate, with mental mate, when you when you think of a concept at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> you don't expect it to be big at all yeah i suppose you've had but, a lot of sleepless nights in yeah. times haven't you but it has uh, it has turned out to be something really special and and it's not just special in the sense of you know it's a creation it's it's what the result at the end of the day is and you know, we asked this question for many, many people and people have done the Orange Card and the Side Effect Program and they've all come back and said, we learned something out of this. So if you can take away some knowledge, well, gee, isn't that a, isn't that a great win? Yeah. And, uh, Dave, how did you, you get involved in this yourself, mate? Where, and how did it all appeal to you? Oh, I've known Bridgie for a, for a long while since, um, you know, he was looking for some publicity back in the day for uh, Side Effect and... Um, Absolutely, just believe in the in the cause and and what and what's going on. Education uh, is the is how everything is started. You uh, you start a, as young kids, you get taught in school, and whether you're in business, whether you're in mining, construction, no matter what it is, you've got to go. You've got to go and learn. And and a lot of people just forget the basics or don't understand the basics and, and what the uh, consequences could be. So if everybody gets the same level playing field and gets the same education in, in, in the workforce. The bosses and the uh, the policy writers have got a fair chance of getting it right. So you know, the orange card, great. It answered all the needs of what it had to do. It was like a one shot pony, and it had to develop and develop and develop. And that's what Bridgie was able to do was develop it into a full course that included ethics. And now we even do like uh, customization and white labeling for businesses so they can all take full advantage of it and they treat the course like their own course for their own staff. So uh, it, it answers lots and lots of needs in the, in the, in the wider community uh, across all kinds of businesses, but especially especially in uh, mining with the, with the issues that mining uh, unfairly sometimes uh, faces. So explain, I guess, the key pillars of 
the offerings of Orange Card. As you said, your side effects started as mostly around drug use, predominant predominantly, and and synthetic the effective and look the grey area of synthetic drugs. How has that evolved into the Orange Card? What are the key things you start you started focusing on, and that you're focusing on now? As I said, it's a very holistic approach. Hmm. Well, you know, as time goes on, you learn more and more, you know, and, and what becomes prevalent in the marketplace. So we worked out very quickly that it's okay, you know, I mean, you know, we have an ice epidemic, you know, meth, but, you know, meth is only one drug out there. There's 455 different synthetic drugs. Um, so, you know, it's very quickly, you get to learn in the marketplace what the dangerous ones are and what they're not. And and uh, so before the whole, the whole concept of the orange card is to educate people about the dangers of drugs. We're not saying don't take them. You know, that would be ridiculous. I mean, we say that to students, but if you're just going to take anything, know what the hell you're taking. And unfortunately, in this day and age, you just don't know. You don't know. So, and dr- drugs is just a one component of the orange car, but after seeing it today, going through the whole what, what the orange card offers, everything reverts back. It's like, a, it's a, I guess it's a continuous circle of how one piece, like whether it's harassment, bullying, then leads to drug use and i guess the orange card aims at eliminating all of them or not as you said elimination is not practical and it's not not awareness education and awareness that's that's the key thing like 18 months ago we were not talking as a community or as a society we weren't talking about vaping and we weren't really talking about nangs now it's front line and front and center and for our uh, first step courses for our for our first time uh, work people we've got dedicated units on vaping and neng so people understand the harm and what's what's involved in it they Jeez, think it's I'll bet no what's what's nangs again to be honest <laughs> nitrous oxide outside <laughs> oh is that that happy the soda the soda yeah soda bulbs yeah yeah god i'm getting old so, oh, all right yeah, yeah it's not uncommon for people to knock off 40 of them in a night you know and it's like a it's like curbside delivery it's a whole business out there now is that and is that a lot of them like underage like they're a, 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 a real young thing yeah absolutely underage we get mums call up and say well, i've just found these under under my teenage son's bed you know he's got 30 and 40 of these things didn't know what they were yeah you know so um yeah look it's, it's it's there's always new drugs there's always new alternatives synthetic drugs were introduced into the market now now it's things like uh, you know people don't really under understand or they underestimate the harm that uh, vaping's going to do to them so when you put that this that and then you put things like into the orange cart courses as steroids into the mine sites Everybody hears about the popular and the trendy drugs, but they don't understand what uh, some of the some of the outcomes are of of, of um, things like steroids. You know, it's just it just it just never ends. And so we're always got to change our uh, we've always got to change the content and what uh, and our and the offering to uh, to you know we respond to the demand of the of the uh, of the environment and what people want. And then things like. Uh, sexual harassment, sexual assault, workplace harassment, bullying, discrimination, all these things have all got to be covered. And unfortunately, a lot of businesses' policy doesn't address that in a very thorough way. They've all got something about, oh, you're not allowed to do it. It's just like the porn policy. You're not supposed to watch porn on your work computer. But that's about it. They just say, oh, stay away from the drugs, but they don't really address it or or talk about it. So we've got to educate people about 
what are, what are, what are the drugs? What we can do, and we break them down into seventeen. There's seventeen different units in the pro course, all about every different type of drug, not available, but just the ones that we've got in in the course. And as you said, it's all about awareness. It mightn't be what vaping does health wise, but the fact that they're like introducing nicotine at such a young age and just getting that addiction ball rolling, that's like it's it's that sort of awareness that needs to be educated. Children need to be educated about. Yeah, it's 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 not just that. Like we talk about vaping. I mean, you know, I I did a presentation just recently, and and uh, the look on these kids' faces when I told them what the health issues are with vaping. I mean, I can give you a bit of an example, and maybe the you know your listeners might want to sort of take this on board. But but things like vitamin E, for an example, vitamin E is a is a moisturizer or a cream. Okay, if you put it on your skin, it's really good for you. But the majority of products, as in the nicotine e liquids that go into vaping. The major, the major product is vitamin E. Well, it's a nebulizer, so what happens is when you heat it up, it heats the vitamin E up, which is an oil. So if you're heating oil up and you're breathing it into your lungs, it's not natural. What, what are you doing? And after a while, that's that's what happens to you. Um, your health, the health issues are just, just compound over a matter of years. Do they know what it's going to do to people yet, or well, is it still unknown? Let's find out. It's early days. It's early days, but they have worked out that you know it shows that people that have actually vaped over a period of three years, their lung capacity has been reduced. So, you know what the result can be down the track, we don't know. Um, who knows? Now, who who is this all targeted at? Most people uh, think, oh, is this, is this for for mine workers, FIFO workers, but as you as you've said to me, this is for everyone: parents, children. How does it all work? Yeah. Who and which courses apply to which people? All right. Well, I go back to the early early days of my presentations, and I used to say to parents when we did parent nights, you know, education is the is the key to everything. Early intervention education it's the only way that you can you can treat this. So when a parent brings a child into this world, the child doesn't have a choice. The child can't say anything. But the parent's responsibility in their life is to treat and teach that kid the difference between right and wrong. That's the most important thing. That is your duty as a parent. If you want to bring your kids up, that's what you have to do. So the orange card is not only just perfect for um, the knowledge for the mining, for the FIFO, for the construction guy, the guy watching hospitality. It's for everybody. But once you get that knowledge and you learn, you can take that knowledge home to your children and your family and you can open the lines of communication and have those discussions, which is the most important thing of all because I know for a fact when Preston passed away, you know, two weeks beforehand, we had a conversation about drugs. I didn't know what I was talking about because he was telling me things I didn't know, like you said a minute ago about Mangs. Hmm. But once you learn about this and you know that, you've got the knowledge to talk to everybody else about it, which is important. And that's the reasons why we created the Orange Card. It's very simple, very online module to get it out there and just hit people between the eyes and say, we're just telling you the truth on what happens in this world. This is it. So does it go beyond the actual education about drug issues, consequences? Is it, is it a lot about actually teaching you how to articulate it as a parent as well? Is that a big section of it? 
it's not most probably the focus of the actual course. The, the actual focus is education on those particular on those particular drugs. Mm. But we have an extension of the course called the Pro Plus, which is for management teams and executive leadership teams, and that has a whole lot of um, there's a whole lot of units in there. It, it contains the entire Pro course that you have to do the entire Pro course to uh, to start the Pro Plus course. But then it's got a whole lot of things about identifying risk what to do when people have issues and problems and how to handle it at work, how to rehabilitate them, how to get them back into the into the, the workplace and also how it affects other staff in the community. So, at, at that, yep, the, the Pro Plus course absolutely talks about community involvement, the rest of the workforce and how to, how to handle things, whereas the, uh, the Pro course is mainly um, just focuses on the, the drug or the issue and it will have a, it will have uh, your questions and answers and your, and your your video all on that particular subject at the you know the wider the wider the wider experience is the the entire workplace the entire work work, work staff and the, the wider community and it's the same when you talk about communities it's sporting groups as well you know the coach can't do absolutely everything so the coach can't be a parent, a part of this, that, and the everything else. So it, it actually helps in uh, sporting club life as well. You know, a code of conduct and what everybody should do, respect for elders. You know, just to, just to keep everything under under the one hat and just keep everything nice and nice and it Just gives the entire um, the entire sporting club the same the same pr uh, process to go forward. The thing I that really drew my attention to this whole thing, looking at your website, was how you linked harassment and bullying and in the whether it's sec sexual harassment physical harassment could be from men bullying each other men towards women but how that and also women towards men women towards men mm -hmm. yeah of course um but how that linked how you link that back to the further issues that that creates for those individuals for drug and alcohol use to cope with that sort of things can you elaborate on i guess that what you've put into the course about that because that really drew my attention to it yeah well research will show you matt in a, in a pretty big way that wherever there is um these what we call ethics like sexual harassment discrimination bullying that's usually not very far away from an episode with uh either drugs or alcohol the, there's one catalyst that usually kicks off everything, and it's usually uh, drugs and alcohol. People either using, abusing, having a, it, it, and it might just take something to rock the boat. It could be a, a relationship issue, a financial issue. It could be anything. And when you when you're away at uh, away at the mine site, or whether you're at work, and something's not quite right at home, the very first thing people usually turn to because it's the quickest and easiest is drugs and alcohol, and that. That's what sets off a, a, a whole lot of these other uh, a whole lot of these other issues, and um, look, alcohol and drugs it usually is just associated with with a lot of these other with a lot of these other things, and some of these other things people don't realise what that they're actually committing an, an offence or a crime because they don't know they might be a natural hugger and they don't know that going up and doing this to 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 a to, to a colleague in the workplace is wrong or you know, con continually harassing someone, asking them out or doing whatever, you know, whatever it might be. They don't understand what they're doing, but this is just creating problems in the workplace. The entire workplace is, is not, not a, you know, taking advantage of it. So it's creating friction in the workplace, which leads less productivity, less safety, less everything else. So everybody's got to be on the same page and everybody needs to know what, what the rules are before they actually start. So this is everybody on the exact same playing field.
Dude, what's your, I guess, your views on alcohol? Alcohol is seen as, look, look it's legal. It's not a, it's, it doesn't have a, a stigma attached to it to meth as, as meth does. But I've spoke to uh, Dr. Allsop. Stephen Allsop. Stephen Allsop. I've interviewed him early on. And, and it surprised me because I thought, oh, this conversation will be all about, you know, the meth pandemic and, and that side of things. But he just so surprised. I said, what's the biggest, the riskiest drug in Australia? He says, alcohol by a country mob. That is the biggest, most dangerous drug in our society. Because it's And look, I can testament to it when in the underground mining culture, you're drinking every day at work. Look, that creates fatigue issues and you get in that you get in that rhythm, that routine that you can't sort of break. And then I'd come home from swing and like you'd automatically be drinking every day. And I just uh, always knew in my head that when I drank, I was a shitter father and a shitter husband. Like you'd have more arguments and you wouldn't think it'd be, but there was a correlation and it just, nothing good really ever came out of it. And say something I've just sort of really got under control myself. Like I couldn't have an alcohol free day. But I can, but I can now. It's something that I thought I'd never be able to break. So, where does, how do you guys see alcohol in, where, not just in mining, in society? What's your views on it? Well, it's, I mean, it's the old story about binge drinking, isn't it? I mean, alcohol obviously is a, is a, a legal substance. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it, it, it's how you control it. And that's that's like anything. It's like drugs, alcohol, drugs. It's. You know, like I, I know in the mining sector, I mean, you know, three stubbies is normally your entree before you have main course. You know, which is which is a an unusual thing. Um, I, I don't know. We 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 try and sort of keep away a lot about the alcohol side, don't we, Dave? It, it's more on the lines of the drugs, and you know, it's like I say, if you're a heroin addict, you didn't start on heroin. You started somewhere, and majority of the times they started with alcohol. Yeah. And it's just a progression. It's like a, a gateway to all sorts of things. Absolutely, and it's the environment, the pressure, the peer. It's usually the peer pressure. If you're if you're away, um, if you if you are doing fly in, fly out, it's the it's the other pressure, the added pressure, and everything else. You, you're expected. This is what's expected of you to have a few drinks and everything else. And it is hard for some people to uh, to break to break the cycle. Mm. Yeah, I can tell. I can testament to that. And it's look, it's not a, it's not an easy thing. And you think because I thought, oh well, I'm not, I'm not smoking anymore. I'm not taking drugs anymore. God, I can, I can at least drink every day yeah. and reward myself. But then even that had detrimental effects on me. And it's yeah. like just trying to cut out the midweek drinking. That was like, might sound bugger all to some people. Some people probably don't drink at all. But that was like a, actually a big achievement for me. Yeah, and I'm not drinking Monday to Thursday. Oh yeah, mo yeah. most of the time, <laughs> most of the time. A couple of exceptions here and there yeah. for special event. What? And I suppose the courses you have done, the people you've met along the way, especially your journey, Bridgie, yeah. going around mine sorts and stuff. Did it really open up your eyes to what some fly and fly out workers go through in terms of being oh, outside and what's happening at home? Absolutely, of course. I mean it. It's I, I I've never seen this before with presentations, but you know I know the presentations that I've I've done you know with a couple of the big mining companies. Um, you know I've spoken to to some of the workers for two or three hours after the presentation, so you know they want to talk about things, and the majority of it's about their personal sort of um, situation. Like I remember remember one of the guys, um, you know, um, he asked me a question in, in front of everybody. And he said, you know, okay, it's all right about drugs, but, you know, how do you communicate with your kids when you have to work up here? I said, well, okay, well, tell me what you do. And he said, oh, well, you know, I started getting them on the phone and 
I ask him a question, all I get is a who or a grunt. I said, all right, well, why don't you try something different? And you could just see everybody in the room looking at me as if, like, what's he about to say? I said, well, next time you do this, I said, and you get your kid on the phone, I want you to ask your child or your, your, yeah, your child, um, out of 10, how was your day? And if they come back and say, oh, it was a seven, why was it a seven? Oh, I had a math exam today and it wasn't really good. And that opens up your line of communication with your child. The next thing you say is, oh, by the way, okay, good. When I come back from my shift, um, you know, we'll have a look at the problem and we'll see if we can resolve it. That's good. I said, but before you hang the phone up, I want you to ask them, out of 10, how's your day? And I want you to respond and say, a two. And the answer to that is, why a two? Is because I prefer to be at home with you than having to work up here to earn money. And that's the key to the lines of communication, hence the reasons why we, we do what we do. And the stories I get from, from um, you know, some of the workers, you know, guys don't do fly in, fly out because they love it. They do it because they want to earn money to support their family. That's the secret to it. Do you, do you see a lot of people that, and look, I've, I've witnessed it, earn the great money, make the sacrifice, then spank it on drugs on break. No, of course, yeah. yeah. Well, no, and it's all for nothing. It's most probably not just drugs either. Either man, it could be you know your, your favourite motorbike or your bloody boat. You know, mm. um, you know a lot of lot of people, especially the younger ones these days, don't have that vision in the future of what they what they're looking for. You know, they want to get the house. But you know, I, I was one of them. My brother bought his first house, and I think I had two motorbikes and a boat and broke. You know, he's now loaded. So you know. Depends how you work it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Look, oh, God, I got to 31 after nearly 10 years of mine, and I'm like, oh, I've got nothing to show for this. Just yeah. bang yeah. between between gambling, cigarettes, alcohol, drugs. And look, it's all, look, I know everyone says, look, it's life. You live your life. It's life learnings. But I, when I got to 31, I'm like, I didn't have to go that far, I don't think. I could have maybe cut it off at 25 or 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'd be a lot better off. So I guess that's my motivation in, um, providing awareness and you've got to be transparent about it because like no point because especially people that know me they're like he can't talk about not doing that he's full of shit but you got to yeah, be open, be open about and, and and as and it's exactly what you said open up the lines of communication with yeah. honesty and relatability so um yeah look looking forward to this rolling out it's um mm. and i guess who, who are you there's the individuals the mutt the mums and dads getting these courses for their kids, but I guess who are you? Who are you targeting on a big scale? Because you want to get the orange card to become the thing that yeah. companies use to educate their workforce. Matt, that's the, like the million dollar question. It's it's all industry. We don't know just because you you are from a mining background and mines are the flavour of the month when when it comes to uh, sexual harassment and and negative negative reports. It's the construction company. It's the local manufacturing company. It's the it's the white collar. You know the the accountants in the office that have wild Friday night parties and the boss comes in on Monday and can't believe what he's found. And you only don't have to look too far to see there's been a few little uh, uh, recent uh, problems in um, state government. You know, there's there's complaints every day. Um, the complaints that actually the sexual harassment complaints that were lodged with the police in the last twelve months. So these these are not ones that are handled at work and covered up. These are sexual harassment cases that actually made it to the police force, rose by thirty eight percent last year. 
So you can see that it's a, it's, a, it's like an epidemic. It's a crime that's just getting out of it's that is just getting out of control. So it's 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 absolutely every industry, you know. It but um, uh, for for the mining industry to commission the enough is enough report, uh, that was that was a, a good thing. But they only I suppose they reacted because they had to. They were told that there was a lot of problems. There were stories on sixty minutes. There was all these other things. They had to kind of like do something to show to show where the industry was at. Yet, so they get an unfair brunt of, of, of the uh, you know of, of what's happening there. But it's it's absolutely all all different industries, and we'd like all. If I had it my way, I'd be you know legislating that all businesses should make all employees do do uh, some kind of basic better education on drugs and alcohol and workplace uh, workplace ethics, so everybody knows exactly w- w- where they're at. You know, and there's also a lot of resentment. A lot of the guys, especially. Um, mining sites and bigger construction sites, there's resentment that they don't want to do it because uh, why are we going to do it? Because the boss, the HR people told us we don't want to do it. But these are the blokes that when they're watching the presentation, you could hear a pin drop or halfway through it, they go, geez, this is really good. I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that. And I, did, oh, I really, like, they, actually, they actually get into it. But the, the first reaction from a lot of people is why do we need to do another course and why do we need to do a course on alcohol and drugs? doesn't affect us well mate at the end of the day unfortunately it does affect you well, and it's mate, going to affect your site you're one you're one of them in the presentation of it uh balloon or jundee jundee yeah yeah really stood out look yeah look where it's yeah and but it's funny when you i've noticed in a lot of the well-being presentations uh they do on site like we had a lot up there through sano and they'll <laughs> and it's it's funny that depending on where you're at in your life is how you perceive yeah, those. Course, I remember yeah. in my younger days when I was a um, openly, openly admitted a complete dickhead, know it all, loudmouth, and was just like, ah, whatever. Couldn't wait outside to go. Couldn't wait to get outside and go yeah. in the dark. Introduce children to the frame. Get married, mature, a bit older. Mm-hmm. I actually would sit down for those well-being presentations and really, really take it in. I'm like, right. That's some of the stuff I can work on to be better underground and try, try and get the best out of everyone around me underground, be a better father. And it, it, but then it's funny you see a lot of people like, oh, what a bloody load of shit that is. And and that's that's what you're dealing with. Yeah, you're trying course. to get this message across. So, um, mm-hmm. but and I've been on both sides. I was that person when I was younger. So definitely mm-hmm. not now. Put kids and look. There's some people with kids that still have that I- issue. Each to their own. Not saying there's a right or yeah, wrong answer. Um, and because how do you, I see you said you do, you do courses here and probably going to get into, you know, support, supporting mine workers where they might, instead of just getting failing a piss test and getting sacked on the spot, whereas there's an options like, right, you go to the orange yeah. card crew and actually have a little, it's look, it sounds like, oh, you're going to a psych appointment, but what's it actually like if people come here to do one of your courses? Well, it's, it's not you should basically sort of you know um, get the big stick out course this is this is a based around a friendship course it's like find out what the what the real issues are with the person you know was it drug related was it you know over harassment bullying discrimination what what's you know everything has a an underlying factor behind it there's some reason why people do things and that's what I think is very important that you get down to that like mining companies for an example I mean I know majority of of uh, workers in the mining sector are contractors so you know the contracting the company, the, the you know the the sort of suppose you can say the subcontractor. I mean you know they they're responsible for their workers. 
Um, you know, I don't. I'm sure the mining company doesn't want their contractors just to lose their job on the spot. You know, give them an opportunity. Bring them to our one day course. At the end of the course, they get a nice certificate, Dave. Sign off on it. They go back to work, and you know, they front up and away they go again. And hopefully, they would have learned something. So. But it sounds it's like important. you make it pretty relatable, open, absolutely, like comfortable, and like, the, way, so it's, the way it should be. You make it fun, yeah. the way it should be, yeah. the way it should be. And you know, people have an opportunity to talk to a psych. They have an opportunity to talk to the bloke sitting next to them, and you know, be very open about it. And as you said before, you know, unless you open the lines of communication and talk about your problems, you're never going to solve anything ever. Yeah. Oh, exciting times! Looking, looking forward to seeing it all roll out. But uh, look, and if anyone, I know. Look, if you're a mining company or any company that's listening to this and you want access in a bulk way for your for your workforce, I'll put the contact details in the show notes. Contact Dave or Bridgie. Give them the context. They'll, I guess, do up a, a package company deal. Look, if you're an individual and you want to sign up and just because there's the pro courses, there's individual courses on each module. You can buy them online and... Do it for yourself, do it for your children. Promo code is life of mine, life of mine, one word. That'll give you 50% off. Yeah. So, yeah. Because this is just coming out now. They've uh, generously uh, put that discount on to get it out there. Now, when people do sign up, say they get the pro the pro package, what is it? What do you get? Like, how is it presented? Well, you, you, you um, it's all online. So the convenience and the way people learn at their own pace and their own time now. So you log on. The first thing you got to get is an introduction from Bridgie uh, explaining all about the course and what you're in for. And then we start to go through the units. And there's uh, it starts off, there's seven units to start with on alcohol and drugs. So it starts with alcohol, then it goes into cannabis, and then it just works its way works its way through, uh, through all the different drugs. You watch a three or a four minute video, um, sometimes not quite that long, and then you've got to answer the questions. And there's no uh, 90% getting getting through it's a hundred percent if you get the questions wrong you've got to either try again or you've got to watch the video again until you get it right so you absolutely are uh, you have to get the you have to get the questions right which means you have to actually learn something about those particular drugs and those questions and then we repeat it we go go, go straight into the ethics courses into the um, sexual harassment the bullying the workplace harassment the you know discrimination courses um, you can start and stop as many times as you need because uh, if you uh, have to log out because you've got to go to work, you've got to do something, whatever, go back in and when you log back in, it will take you to where you finished off the last time. Um, you complete you complete the course and then you get to download your uh, you get to download your certificate and you're uh, you're off and running and you, you, you'll have a whole new uh, outlook on things. You'll, you'll uh, appreciate what you see. And the most important thing I think you'll do is go and talk to your workmates or you'll go and talk to your family and your friends and you'll talk about it in your community about, oh, I've seen this, I've seen that you should have a look at the course. And people will, people will then, that's education, that's helping everybody. It helps the wider, you know, it helps the wider community and the workplace because everybody deserves to work in a safe environment. And if everybody can work in a safe environment, let me tell you, it's a lot more fun and it's a lot more productive. And businesses, or whether it's a mine site or it's a construction company or whoever it is, you don't want that reputational damage that you can't fulfill contracts. You're always late with this. You can't get this to the customer on time because you haven't got any staff. 
And then there's the cost involved with recruiting staff, training them, the downtime and everything else. So you want to look after your staff. It's really, it's really, really simple. It's just like buying insurance. You buy insurance for your house, you buy insurance for your car, you put your, you know, your, your own salary and things like that on insurance. Insure your staff. Give them, give them the tools they need to do the job, which is just some real simple education on alcohol, drugs and ethics. And if, if every company could put their staff through the courses, they'd find out the benefits far outweigh uh, any inconvenience to production. And when you say you go through the videos regarding drugs and everything, so there's literally education on each drug. Oh, abs- absolutely. Each yeah. drug that's out there. What, yep. And a lot of things that we don't know about them and the risks associated. <laughs> yeah, most people who watched them for the first time didn't know that. They didn't know that this about MDNA. They didn't know this about ICE. They didn't know this about you know all the all the different units. So they watched the video. We talk about what they are, what the effects are, what what it, what slide will do to you, um, uh, how it's consumed, all those other all those other things, and then you've got to answer a- answer uh, a whole lot of questions about uh, about the, the course that you've just watched. So it's a very, look, you, you do actually take a lot on board. You learn something as you go. And that might even help you in your workplace to identify a friend. You might think one of your colleagues is a bit suspect. You know, he might have changes in his uh, hours, like he might be missing for hours at work or he might be not eating or, or, or eating too much or he, he got very moody or something went wrong. If you suspect someone's on drugs, there's a couple of things you should actually do about it. And this this might help you to identify some of those things and just uh, it just gives you a wider education, a bigger appreciation of, of, of what might be out there. Because you could be doing that colleague, you could be doing that person the biggest favour in their life. That you might be able to help them get uh, get professional help, and could 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 save them. They'll turn their life around. Could do a hell of a lot for them. So uh, you really do pick up a whole lot of things about, you know, helping helping your colleagues, and that's what it's all about, and helping the the uh, community. What well, what's your message to the the naysayers, the typical? Uh, I not don't need to don't need that bullshit. I couldn't be bothered. Like how do you how do you and look. They're going to be out there. There's probably heaps of them, yeah. And it's just a, it's just the way of the world, I guess. What's your, what's, what's your message if they're on the? Well, bed? it's it's all right to have somebody who said, you know, I don't take drugs. What do I care? But what about the guy standing next to him? That's part of the issue. The guy next to him might be the one that's on drugs, and it's all to do with safety in the workplace too. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, of course you're always going to get them. Like I can only use Preston as an example. You know, Preston did something absolutely stupid because he thought he was bulletproof. Well, there's a classic example. Not everyone's bulletproof. So it's okay to say, nah, you know, I know better than that. Well, why would I do it? But there's always that downside to everything. Um, And it's just safety in the workplace, which is important. So it might not be you taking drugs, but it could be the guy that's holding your hand too, you know. And it's it's children that possibly could go down that road. And the big thing, as you said, is the education and trying to, look, there's no... There's no way of saying you cannot take them forever because that's probably the worst thing. God, that's what my parents were, you know, country country town, never seen drugs in their life. So yeah. I, yeah. once I got to Sydney, I'm like, had no awareness or education yeah. of them and then had a decade of use. So I know at least one thing I can offer my children is a bit of wisdom and know how to approach yeah. it probably a bit more practical. I think so, and that's yeah, looking, that's what course, I see is a big thing about this. Yeah, our course is is it's not your normal standard course. You know, this is extremely informative. You know, you might be sitting there going, like, here we go, another course we have to do. But once you start this course, you, you'll actually learn something, and it, it's engaging. You'll be engaged in the course, and you'll want to do it. 
you know, I, I've always been the believer of when we built this course, the first thing I thought when I finished it was, did I like that? And I thought, Jesus, I bloody enjoyed that. Mm. Now, if I can think that way, then I'm sure everybody else would have the same opinion. Yep. You know? No, so thanks very much, lads. And look, I hope it all gets adopted the way it should. Yeah. Like it's just one of, them, one of them things that's just be getting it out there. Look, and as I said, look, if you're a mining company or any company, get, get in touch with Dave or Bridgie and... Look, it'd be just, a, as you said, it'd be a great thing to roll out to workforces and get everyone to do it. And I'm sure once they do it, they'll get talking because I'm sure there's a lot of fun facts in there that people do not know yeah. about. Guaranteed, mate. Guaranteed. The one good thing about the course, too, is that the questions are pretty easy. So guys like you and I will be able to answer them. There you go. Get on. <laughs> so we'll pass the course. Yeah. yeah. I'm sold. Not too easy. Thanks very much for your time. No worries, mate. Good on you. Cheers. Thanks, mate.